Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. I'm your host, Julian, co-host Danny, Justin, you. Antoine. <laughs> Another week of... I, I said All Things Sports Podcast. I meant to say the Jimmy Butler uh, trying to figure out where he's going to land podcast because that's what it's become as of the last three weeks now. It's been like 20... 22, 23 days since Jimmy Butler has requested a trade, and he's still in Minnesota. And there's like 200 rumors flying everywhere, out in every direction. I don't think anybody legitimately has a clue of what's going on, <laughs> because one one thing will come out, and then the opposite will come out, and then you don't know flip flop here, and then the opposite of that will come out. And You'll have a. Uh, the most credible source say something, and then somebody who's actually there say that it's fake news. That's fake news, <laughs> like and then and then have said. it yeah. confirmed again yeah. later. Like ESPN is confused at this point, so mm-hmm. we're trying to just give everybody what we know, but we barely know because they barely know. So follow Shams and Woj and Rachel Nichols on Twitter for the Jimmy Butler um, situation. What do you guys see? I think he stays in Minnesota for at least, like Ant said, excuse me, like Antoine said, for the first part of the season before the trade deadline. He said that last week, and I didn't see it that way. But obviously, as after we heard about the whole debacle at practice of how he was calling out his GM, coach, players, um, dominated them in practice with the third string, beat the starters. To where after that, the day, the next day, he holds a team-only meeting, expresses his feelings, lets everybody know what he's feeling, and I guess shows that he's prepared to just start the season as a Timberwolf. Now, Coach Thibodeau obviously is on this train. You know, he's Jimmy Butler, you know, work it out, work it out, work it out. I don't know what the hell Thibs is on. <laughs> I'm, Jimmy Butler looks like he's drinking the juice at least a little bit, trying to juice, smelling it. Because if you're telling your teammates, I mean, I don't know if it's Jimmy Butler coming out and like, all right, obviously there's four days until the NBA season starts or whatever the case may be. And I haven't got traded anywhere. It looks like I'm going to start the season here. Let me actually, you know, actually prepare for what's coming next week when we have to step out and, and start the regular season. Well, I think like Jimmy was trying to go when he first announced the trade talk. He was trying to go before media day. Obviously, that didn't happen, which people knew that wasn't going to happen. Right. And then now he's kind of just, you know, left to the realization of, <laughs> you know, season's about right around the corner. Season's about to start literally any day now. This is what it is. Like you said, he, you know, he came off. He, looked, he ran with the second unit, played against the starters. Third. Oh, third? Third uh, unit. I know, yeah, I know he called out Cat. He, I know he... Third unit. He, he definitely went at Cat, and then you know Wiggins, and then yeah, he told the GM he like, y'all need me, <laughs> and then you know they do. And so. my thing is like, here's my thing. Okay, Jimmy Butler is preparing himself, I guess, to start the season with the Timberwolves. When we know the Miami Heat have been strong in talks, supposedly Pat Riley, you know, cursed that. Uh, Tom Thibodeau over the phone, Pat Riley came out and said that that was completely false and he he has too much respect to do that, although he did remember telling Danny Ainge to blank, blank, blank. But um, nonetheless, Jimmy Butler... 
Was that? He said SMD. Nah, nah. I told, no, it wasn't blank, said. blank, blank. It, he just left it at dot, dot, dot. But I think it was uh, shut the fuck up. I think that was what he was getting at with that. Um, they said he called Thibs a motherfucker. Yeah, they said that when Thibs called him back after the medical records for Jimmy got sent over, mm-hmm. that he called and asked for more picks. And I could see Pat Riley, like Danny said, I could see Pat Riley just answering the phone like, you motherfucker, and just hanging up. Mm-hmm. Pat Riley said that that's completely false. I have too much respect for Thibodeau. Um, whatever the Bullshit. case may be. But it's still like, all right, Jimmy Butler has done something to this locker room that the NBA hasn't seen in recent years. So I don't think anybody in that locker room knows how to handle this. This is why we've seen it blow out of proportion so much. We have people, you know, talking about what's going on at practice to media so that it can get out. We have Jimmy Butler calling players out, calling the GM, you know, talking to his authorities as if they're his teammates. Um, You have Pat Riley pushing aggressively to try to get this guy. You have his coach uh, holding him hostage, basically trying to get as much as he can as a ransom. And it's left us with preseason basketball for the Timberwolves being poor their star player that they just paid $140 million? Who? Cat? I think it was $190 million. $190, $190 over five, five years? Five years, $190. He's answering me, the media like, like tongue-twisted. Mm-hmm. And this is your cornerstone. This is the guy, your face. This is the guy who should have an answer for everything in a sense. You know what I mean? And he's like, you know, listen, let's get over this, blah, blah, blah. It's not about Jimmy. It's about going out there and winning, not being embarrassed when we play. So this is taking such a negative toll. I guess what I'm trying to get at is even though I see Jimmy Butler staying with the team for the for the beginning part of the year, I, all I see is, is negative coming from it. Not necessarily like... How can any free agent look at the Timberwolves organization after all this and think, oh, that's somewhere I want to go? Exactly. <laughs> for one... Minnesota is not really the biggest free agent splash destination to begin with. Exactly. To see that they're coming out. You're like alienating yourself from any potential free agents wanting to fucking go there. It's just interesting because, like, like you said, pretty much the Heat are the only team running. The only team trying, like, pursuing. And, like, really trying. Is it because Jimmy came out and said, like, Miami, I want to go to Miami? I mean, he said. It's pretty much universally. He said Brooklyn. Agreed. New York. You know, teams with space. He doesn't mind. He wants the money. It's not, I don't think it's about the money for Jimmy, but it's obviously somewhere he wants to settle in now sooner than later. You know, like say he does go to a max uh, contract team that can't afford him. He'd rather try to settle in now this season going into his max contract extension year or not extension, but, you know, free agent year mm-hmm. and and have a better understanding of okay the team that I'm playing with now I love it here I can just sign for five more years or this didn't really work but I tried it and it I know it wasn't what it was before what I had before so let me go try or, or look at my other options so I think he tried to use this year as an advantage to try to uh, you know figure out if he's gonna like where he's at not only that but I feel like all the other teams that he listed not only had a spot for Max deal, they had a spot for two, so he might be in the works of trying to build something. And that, I think, that we talked about it a little bit last week, the reason why Pats is so in hot pursuit of this, because all of our, you know, players and assets are so just tied up in money, like, we don't really going to have 
that much room to play with. Right. So I think the whole, you know, the bird rights thing is definitely something we have to take advantage of because we, you know, failed the last two to three off seasons. The last big push we made was Gordon Hayward, but that was kind of really over before it started. Everybody felt like, you know, he wanted to reconnect with Brad Stevens. So right. I think Pat Riley looks at it as this is my off season pretty much. Like, because he knows, we're, you know, going into the 2019 offseason, there's not much we can do. So we like, this is my offseason right now. So I have to make all the push that I can. And then the thing with with Thibodeau, I feel like it's more like, it's like more than basketball. Like it's more personal than professional. Because I feel like he's just so like, you know, in love with like Butler, like as a person and a player. And like, But don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. He also realizes that playoffs are kind of make or break with and without Butler. Like Cat can take you to the prom- like to the playoffs, but you know you'll go to the playoffs with Jimmy Butler. They don't have they don't have it in them. You don't know if you're going to the playoffs without Jimmy Butler, Cat especially Wiggins. They don't have it in them. The way that Jimmy Butler brings it every night, you know, it brings something to the locker room, and it did something to that team last year because with the team without Jimmy Butler last year, just a regular team. They were just like another team trying to find that playoff push, you know. And they they got the trade at the at the draft and they made the splash, and I mean they got they made an eighth seed. They lost. They got swept to the Rockets by the Rockets. But it's definitely huge when you get a star player and then make the playoffs and try to build on that, especially when he's a player that you developed and you have a history with. Mm-hmm. So he's of course trying to keep that for as long as possible, and he's trying to like Jimmy, 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 like. Hold on, slow down, realize this. Jimmy doesn't want to see it, but at this point, it's not up to him. It's up to the front office, and they don't look like they're really adamant on making a move. Well, the problem is the front office is, but Thibodeau is not. But the other problem is Thibodeau is also a part of that front office. Mm-hmm. So He's a team exactly president, like, right? Like a Doc Rivers uh, yeah, exactly. situation. Like a Doc Rivers situation. So it's like if something doesn't happen soon, you might just see Tim either just become the coach or just lose out on everything, you know. And I think the other problem is, like, the other aspect you can look at is, is people, if you've noticed, people sort of call them the, the Minnesota Timberwolves because <laughs> he's got Rose, brought, he brought in... Uh, Taj Gibson. Gibson. They're talking about, you know... Didn't um, they trade for Luol Deng? They, they got Luol Deng. Yeah, they got Luol Deng. And then they're just they're just running their back. There was rumors of they were willing, you know, because obviously they're trying to deal the the Jang contract too. There's talks that they're going to work out uh, Jakeem Noah. So it's just like crazy. So it's What's like, going on? Yes. Please, please take him from. Yeah. Please. So it's like that Bulls team wasn't even good. They're, he's tripping, dog. That's what I'm saying. It's like Timothy's like <laughs> loyal, but it's like to a fault almost. So that's like, actually all they were. They were just good. I gonna blow it up for mediocrity. And then another thing is, like, don't get me wrong, Jimmy Butler is a great player. He's an all-star player. You know what he brings, you know, to court defensively, obviously, and he's approved offensively. But you kind of got to be realistic and look look where you stand. You know, what was it, two years ago they gave Wiggins the extension? And then when... Has not worked out for them. No, far. and then Jimmy, when Jimmy requests this, this trade, what was it, a day or two later... And then this is when we found out the reason is oh Wiggins and then Cat, so then everybody and then every for like days people talking about oh, you know this Cat wants to you know experience you know the free agency wants to explore his options right. 
is you know make, making it you know Jimmy versus Catholic and who they're gonna pick and then you sign him then you sign him to an extension so it's kind of like I feel like you kind of like when that happened you kind of made it real obvious where you want to go with your right. franchise so I just don't understand the whole so Jimmy Butler go ahead go ahead go ahead so that's the point I was trying to make was if you know you tied in assets with you know Wiggins you tied in assets with uh, towns for the for the long haul, so it kind of like where does that leave room for Jimmy? And it's like you're trying to like obviously you can't afford him, so it's like what are you really like expecting <laughs> to get for him in return? You know, with, like you said, he's not a top five. He's not really as great as he is. I don't even think he's a top ten player. He's a great player. He's an all star player, but he's not even. Who? He's probably a top top, top fifteen. Jimmy. Yeah. At so this point in his like, career, he's probably top twenty. So it's like when yeah. when, when there's rumors, yeah. So when there's rumors of us throwing how much did Jay, we care? Yeah, us throwing Jay Rich, Bam, in a first rounder. So it's like if that really was the deal, which I'm glad they didn't take it. You know, I think it was a, well, supposedly it was agreed Dion, on. Jay Rich, Dion, and a first round pick, protected first, protected, protected first round yeah. pick. No, that was supposedly the one that they had agreed to, and then that was when Thibs had called back and said. Nah, like sweeten so, it up a little more. I feel like we've and seen then, better players made to sit. Like you requested a trade, I don't care. You like, like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't care. We like you, we don't have to listen to you. And then the league will only take you serious for so long. So this has this theatrics really has gone on for so long that people are gonna get tired of it. And honestly, if it doesn't go through with the Heat, then it's not gonna go through. Right, and at least until. Getting on into the season. Making it theatrical, I think, was more... Like, Jimmy Butler didn't necessarily have to make it public that I want to be traded, right? Yeah, you could easily do that behind the scenes. But... It doesn't have to be a... He felt so adamant about it, and you can't blame him. Because as a man, if you feel adamant about something, you're probably going to go out of your way to make somebody feel you. And the way to make somebody feel you is to to blast somebody. Like, at this point, you, you... we see that Jimmy Butler had to say, I need to be traded now, in a sense. Obviously, it's not his say. He doesn't have to be traded until they do it. But he kind of put the pressure on the Timberwolves to feel him, to, like, make, okay, everybody's looking at us now. Do something. And the fact that the Timberwolves kind of entertained the whole ordeal, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to do, you know, what's going what's gonna to be best for us, obviously, but we'll respect your off, your, your wishes when in reality they truly don't want to do that so that's why it's kind of theatrical like I get Jimmy Butler for being unhappy he got traded to a team he didn't ask to be there and he's going to be a free agent next year why not try to set yourself up for better the Timberwolves front office has it all twisted up also the media blows it out of the board of course course. especially in 2018 with Twitter but I also feel like in a sense, like, this has become the new norm. Like, this has become the new, like... The way to do it? This has become the new NBA free agency. Because we've seen that... New, this has become the new yeah. NBA free agency. It's like... We've seen, you know, it started with Paul George. Paul Reveling George against the uh, the NBA itself. Yeah, like, Paul George did it. And then Kyrie did it. Kawhi did it. So it's like... And there's been players in between. Yeah, the big names started, like, trying to take charge of, you know... Where you know where they land and you know their contracts and things like that. So this should sure. become like the new norm. I feel. Do you guys feel like so Jimmy's like why not? Just it being 2018 and Instagram being as big as it is and Twitter and the M- like NBA Twitter is one of the biggest Twitters out. Oh yeah. So everybody, everybody loves NBA. Twitter. I don't know if it's like 
the way it is? Or it's like, do these players just feel like, let me be the moment? You know, like, that definitely influences it to where I want to be the moment. LeBron James is not going to do that. LeBron James doesn't need that moment because he has his moments on the floor and everybody watches him when he plays. And not to say that nobody watches Kyrie Irving, not to say that nobody watches Jimmy Butler, right. but – or Ka- uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, they they but then again, talk about it with their agents. Then again, like, Kawhi how, how Leonard's we... situation – sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's situation was like Kawhi Leonard's camp. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was his uncle and stuff talking for him. We never heard Kawhi say anything until media day the same with the Raptors. Kyrie. Kyrie as well, but Kyrie did. Kyrie, Kyrie did go and tell the Celtics he wants out, and he did express, you know, after his displeasure in Cleveland and all the, like stuff like that. Yeah. He went on about it and made it about him. Kawhi didn't. Jimmy Butler's doing the same thing where he's making it adamantly about him, and this is more of like a movie at this point. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's the norm, but it's also, you know, like players are trying to like have their moment and all right, you know, I, I feel like I've gotten myself to be able to talk this talk. Let me stir something up. I don't feel like this is Jimmy Butler doing that in practice. I don't feel like this is the first time that's happened in practice. Like this right. is the first time the media's caught something like that. Right. For a player at this level. Who asked for a trade also? Yeah, like, he exactly. has legitimate beef exactly. in the locker room. So yeah. that's the thing. Like, right. Cat, Cat doesn't fuck with The him. Timberwolves, like, they don't get along in the locker room. And I get that, you know, you got to put it on side. You guys come to work. And, and at the end of the day, you're running the plays that coach is calling or however you guys run your, your system. But when the chemistry is not there, I don't care how good you are. You know what I mean? It, it's not going to work if Cat and Jimmy don't get along or if Jimmy and Andrew aren't getting along or if they're all three not meshing. It's not like one of our jobs where you're there four or five times a week and you see that person for like six, seven yeah, hours. No, you travel with You person, travel with you, them. You sleep with them. You eat. shower with them. You eat with them every fucking day. Like, four games a week maybe. And if you got beef with them. Shit. <laughs> I mean, and you, and you see, we've seen it last year. Like, you could tell like Basketball-wise, you can tell the chemistry was off. Like, it seemed, it yeah. seemed, it seemed kind of forced. As a, as a front office, I don't see why, like, I get Jimmy Butler's a superstar. And I get he's a really good, he's a great player. I mean, let's face it. I'm not going to no, go ahead, off, go ahead. But Jimmy's there because of Tilda. Like, that's... that's no, for sure, for sure. But, but what I'm saying is, as good as he is, when somebody is in your organization and he tells you up front, I don't want to be here, like, I feel like, all right... Bye. <laughs> we'll figure out somebody who does. Nah, as a business, you don't do that because. <laughs> With Jimmy Butler. Coach? With Jimmy Butler. Let's but, keep it there. We, but Jimmy Butler still, we say he's a top 20 player. In the mm-hmm. He's a top 10 defender. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You have you're right. that. You don't really just let that go, especially. Right. Especially in the Thibs, that's, what he, that's right. what he thrives on. That's what he wants to push. So he's not going to let that go. He's not going to let a player like that just go. And it's not that you just let it go. It's definitely Thibs holding on to him more than anybody. Ownership was done with him. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like ownership has the mindset of, of okay, we're, we're trying to build something here. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. Like, I can, I can assure you if, if somebody was on the heat and they said, listen, I, I want out. Yeah, I can't. And he made this. Ooh, this would not be a chance. There's, there's no chance this would be this. Yeah, but like, but like you said, like nobody wants that in the locker room. Like, 
we see them, like I said, I'll bring up the Paul George, the character, right. like, first thing everybody says, like, you can't go into the season with this in your locker room. Like, the chemistry in the locker room is, I mean, look look at Cavs, what they did before the trade deadline, or the trade deadline last year. They blew it all up because the chemistry was so bad. Like, it goes to show, like, how important, like, that camaraderie and that, you know, relationship between player to player, you know, not just, you know, off the court translates to on the court. Right. So it's like it showed that showed how important it was. So it's like you cannot, you know, expect to be successful and have all this talk, you know, toxicity in your locker room, especially going into the season. So that's why you know when Paul George did it, like every, when all the players did it, it's like you just put the organization in such a pinch and such a bind, right. where it's like you know you're holding between the rock and the hard place, and then the organization's kind of like damn, like for the sake of this team, this organization, our locker room, like we have to do it, like we have to. I think that's the on. smartest way to do it, typically. I understand that there may be case where, okay, top 10 defender, you look at, you know, you come into work, you got to do your job and it gets done, but it's not going to get done the same. Whereas if he was happy and if he was doing it where he wanted to doing it, genuinely. you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, it's just his skill will show, but his greatness probably won't show as hard. Mm-hmm. And with the, what you were saying about the locker room, I feel like that rift is already created on some. Even if they get rid of him, they shut them out today, they would happen. He's had people in that locker room choosing sides. It's it's not just, oh, all right, you get rid of him and now it's happy or lucky. He has people questioning other people in that locker room. Oh, no, yeah, sure. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, this, no, this situation, yeah. no. I agree with you. It's time to, to fix. They yeah, had they had Georgie Dang on Twitter calling out reporters like because mm-hmm. people were out there publicly talking about his money and shit like you that. See, like exactly. It, so. it's deep. Like yeah, Jeff T calling out Shams yeah. on Twitter. Like no, definitely. Yeah, no. This isn't anything like the other ones. Like the players just like I just want out. Like I just want to go. I just want to go someplace. It's you, like and it's and then, beef. Yeah, and then you don't, and then you don't hear nothing. You know, you don't hear nothing from the players. The organization, the player that requests the trade, like it's just okay. You're just waiting for the shooting job. With this, yeah, it's drama. These like, dudes are openly are calling legit, people yeah, you're out. Taking shots. You're um, naming names, like you're doing everything. Yeah, like when you especially when you question somebody's heart, when you question somebody's mentality, you know they. You tell an NBA player that they're not worth the money that they signed, right? Right. Come yeah, on, you, come on. Yeah, so. you, and it's such a. It's, and it's not, you, it's not a fan telling that to you. That's your colleague. That's your team. Right. That's, like, that's, that's somebody who like practically works for the yeah. team. Right. And like it's sports. Like you know, I mean, shit. The reason why we do this is because how much you know. We but care. it's also somebody who, like you guys said, is with them every day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're not speaking from BS. Right. Necessarily. Like you, you, you really feel some type of way. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Your cat or Wiggins, you come in like, all right, I look up to Butler. This would be fun. He's calling you a he's calling you a scrub, <laughs> calling you a bitch. In the, in, the, in the flip side, though, two things. In the flip side, one, if your cat or Wiggins, this gotta be like a wake up call. Like you gotta kind of like, oh yeah, take it's constructive criticism, really. Right. Like that's how you, that's how you have to take. That's it. A you've got a you've got a top twenty player in the game calling you out, saying like. Oh, he plays like he's only in it for the money. He and he, you're considered he, he a top no twenty cat, top twenty player, top twenty. Yeah, well, a lot of you know when they do that poll every year, who would you start to front? A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, you know, it's between Cat Davis and although and, and G- going into this Players season, twenty five. Going into this yeah. season, ten top ten, top five. Cat got on that poll going yeah. into this season. Cat got zero votes. That's just hate. I think that's Twitter hate, or like a lot. Of, he has this stigma around his name right now that he's just soft. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I think Cat is still 
worth his value, and he's still a great basketball player. And we're going to see him grow. So I can't wait till this saga is over. Mm-hmm. We're talking about one of the best players in the league um, defensively, you know, an elite player. He's a, one of the best two-way players. Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah. 2015 most improved player. Um, we'll leave Jimmy Butler alone for now. Probably talk about him next week. <laughs> Let's go into some if anything happens <laughs> awards and who we think are gonna who we think are gonna win them. Uh, starting with the most improved player since Jimmy Butler was in 2015. Who do we see as coming into 2018 2019 season being the most improved player? If anybody wants Who's to. Who's going first? Because I, I already know who I I know Danny, and I agree yeah, with him. I know who Danny's going to say, too. I like it, but <laughs> I, let's see if I come up with something else. Danny, let's go. Mm-hmm. So can I still do mine? Yes, sir. Go ahead. My pick's for Josh Richardson. Oh. Who do you think I was going to say? J- Josh Richardson. I thought you were going to take Donovan, but I'm on Oh. I don't know if he could really – he wouldn't when even that, qualify for most yeah. improved. He wouldn't even yeah. qualify. That would be like, like that. that would be saying he won Rookie of the Year, and they were like, "Here, bro, like here, yeah, most improved here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Here's like, something." Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like, like the year when Steph almost the one. Like, right, but like, no. Like, so Josh Richardson, Miami Heat uh, guard forward. He's 25, about to enter his prime. He's shown himself to be an elite defender, one of the best defenders in the league. Um, offensively, if he finds the right role in Spo's system, his game will flourish because we've seen him. I mean, just in the preseason alone, I know it's just preseason, but he's taken a more aggressive approach to his game offensively. And, man, this he, this kid could put up 20 a night effortlessly. Yeah. Like, his game is just beautiful. Like, that left-hand scoop, impossible to block. Like, that mid-range jumper, like... He just has to come out and be consistent, in my opinion, if he's going to come out and win that. that that's the difference. Like, he's going to have to come out night to night. Honestly, Dion being out helps us right now because it'll give Jay Rich more shots. Just, I'm, I'm really You see in the preseason him. that Spo is calling his name. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. They're running around for him. And there's um, big, big, big writers in, in the NBA media like Zach Lowe who – Nat- nationally, he's always talking about Jay Rich and how, like, he's this man's an elite two-way player. He's, like, the most underrated 3 and D guy in the league, yeah. so on and so forth. Like, be on the lookout for him. He was snubbed from the all-NBA so defensive team. most improved team. player, Josh Richardson. I think he's going to win MIP, and he's going to make one of those all-defensive teams. Okay. Um, most improved player for me is going to be Gordon Hayward. That's, oh, I, I think Gordon Hayward... Last year was going to have a really great season. Signed his, you know, free agent deal. Boston, four years. Um, Can an all-star win most improved? Can they? I don't know. I mean, if you improve, maybe. I don't know. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? So. I don't see why not. I think Gordon Hayward is going to flourish in Brad Stevens' system. Uh, we'll notice defensively. Do they do a comeback player of the year in the NBA? Oh, like, football like they do in the NFL? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, probably not. But I think he's going to flourish defensively in Brad Stevens' uh, system. He's big. He's got stronger. He's 6'8". He's about two, what is he, 225 probably. Um, 
the jumper is there. Mm-hmm. Offensively, his game is there. The system that Boston runs in general, I think, fits his game. And as unselfish as he is, the ball is going to find himself, find itself back to him. And that um, system, it's yeah. guaranteed. Uh, I just think after last year, missing the whole season, playing five minutes last year, uh, it just fueled him. Like when Paul George got that injury back in 2014 for USA Basketball, and he came back, uh, I think Gordon Hayward's going to have an even better year. He has an even better team, so it should be, you know, smooth sailing. There's going to be bumps, obviously, coming back off of a year gone in basketball. Yeah. But uh, He's looked, look out uh, for Gordon Hayward. Especially because realistically, he can, you know, they can ease him back into it because, you know, with Jason Tatum obviously deserving of a starting role, if they really wanted to. They can take their time. Yeah, they can take their time, you know, let them, you know, let them start coming off the bench, you know, just to ease them into it. I mean, you're so deep, you're not in any rush, you know, you're the top three team in the East, you know, you're probably, they're the favorites to come out the East, right. so why rush it? Uh, who do I got? I say he's going to win it every year. But he hasn't won it yet, so what's, You're what's, sticking with him. Yeah, I gotta stick with him. I'm gonna say Hassan Whiteside. I've been waiting for Hassan. Wow. I've been waiting for Hassan to win it. You know, I mean, especially especially this year, like after, because and he got off to a really bad start last year. Like he got I, hurt on opening well, night. Yeah, he got hurt on opening night. That really, Never the same. That really derailed him. And then you know we're obviously we're big on Hassan. You know, which is why we're so tough on him. You know, and critical of him. But I think, you know, after him and Spo talked it out and, you know... And he put fucking yeah, work in this he, summer. Yeah, yeah, he like dropped he, almost 20 pounds. Yeah, and he knows the threat is real and that Bam could take, you know... Bam's coming, like, the threat Start is real. Spot. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's going to motivate him more and then, you know... He came out and said that he wants to make the All-Star team this year. So a, a motivated white side is a top-five center in the NBA. We've seen it. The past two seasons before this one where he went out with the in- – well, he wasn't really out with the injury but because he was playing kind of in like – Fluctuations. Yeah, it fluctuated. But he led the league in blocks, and then he led the league in rebounds. And he led the league in rebounds after he got the payday. So nobody can tell me that he right. got paid and gave up. Nobody's right. going to tell me that. Right. A healthy, motivated white side is a top five center in this league. And you know what? I like that pick too. And it's not even like bias because we're Heat fans. It's just it's like a realistic yeah, choice. Yeah, I just you know we just see the work that he puts in. Like I said, like, I really, I really, yeah, I really think. Especially with Wade throwing him lobs again. Yeah. Um, I gotta go with Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yo, that's a good pick. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, that's a good pick. I was about to pick Brandon Ingram, but I stick with his son. It's going to help him so much. Yeah. He played him at point guard the other day. He had 31 points. And he had, on the last possession defensively, it was an inbound. And he had four deflections on the inbound to win the game. Didn't he say, like, he's been watching him since before he was even yeah, like, his yo, teammate? LeBron's like, yo, he's next. Like, he's, he's coming. Yeah, that boy. Yeah, yeah, like he's coming. You know, he's so, Brandon Ingram, Hassan Whiteside, 
Gordon Hayward, Josh Richardson are four candidates for. Let's see if at least one or two of them are yeah, are actually like candidates. A, like candidate, yeah. Um, where you want to go, defensive player of the year? I like it. Am I starting? Anybody, whoever wants it. All right, I'll go. I think Rudy's going to repeat. He's going to be healthy this season. Hopefully he won't go down with another injury. Um, I think think he's about to run it back. Okay. We'll leave it there. I'll say yeah, less. That's all I got to nah, say. Nah, yeah, that's, that's, all there, all that's what I'm say. saying. That's all there is to say. I think he's going to run it back. That. I feel that. Um, a lot of players in recent times seem to be able to win two in a row, sometimes three in a row even. So I think it's possible that Rudy could win his second in a row. I feel like I know you picked. So I'm going to let you go. Jay Rich? Nah, <laughs> nah. Um, I don't think this guy wins MVP this year. And I think he starts to realize it throughout the year. So he starts going for something else that he knows he'll win. Oh, Anthony I Davis. You're going. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Last year, he almost won Defensive Player of the Year. Last year, he was third in MVP. In, in MVP. He knows this year he can win it. He can win it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't win the MVP. And his time is coming. He might go back to back to back or back to back at least. He's but the future of the league. He God. knows that LeBron James is still playing. His hype with the Lakers is there. Russell Westbrook may come out and have a year like he did the year before if he comes back healthy from his knee injury. We still have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a hype of the league. Joel Embiid is pushing really hard to win this uh, MVP. There's a lot of players. Anthony Davis can win. But if he starts to see, first of all, he's going to come out with the defensive player he was last year. And then he's going to just improve off that. I think we're going to start to see him being able to guard more than just the four or five, more of the three. And then if he has to, if there's a two and he's, you know, nobody can stop him. Put Anthony Davis on him. Like, I want to see him take his game to that level to where you can just put him on anybody and nobody can guard him. Like, he'll get there. He's not there all the way, all the way, but he's about 86 or 87% completed. So, I think Anthony Davis comes into this season and leads the leagues, leads the league in blocks. Mm. And... Uh, He's not going to be your typical rim protector. He's going to be your rim protecting wing defender. Like, that's what I want to see from him. That's what I want to see. Lane protector. Lane protecting wing defender. Mm. That's what I'd like to see Mm -hmm. from Davis. That was a good pick. Who did you think I was going to pick? Who I'm about to pick. Who? That's not what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, what did you (laughs) say? We're not biased. He did finish third. Like two years ago, though. He did. No, in the same argument that you made, that pushing for the MVP. Okay. Mm, the claw? No. Nah, pushing for MVP, but then he. The K? D? No. Oh. The M, the M B. Oh. Mm. Joe. He, I think he's got to win something this year. Like this I hear year, that. Whether it be, like I said, I picked a song to win most improved, but he's got to win something, whether it be most improved. Defensive, he damn near might win MVP. We don't know. And with his size, the it's way down, yeah, the way the power shifted, you know, and all he he did, you know, and Philly's, you know, uh, assuming so good to finish top three, 
in the East. In the East. So I think that's that's a big thing. Like your team has to win. Right. Um, as good as Ben Simmons is, he's clearly the best player on the team. Right. I think he's the best center in the league, in my opinion. Right. Um, so and he was a kid, you know, uh, candidate last year. So I think you know him looking to be healthy, assuming he can stay healthy. That's everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Assuming he can stay healthy, er, than he has. I think he can come out and just dominate. He can. He can. That's a good pick. I, I was thinking about it. I just feel like I see Joel Embiid winning a defensive player of the year because mm-hmm. he's dominant. Like you said, his size, his rim protection, his mentality. Like when he goes up against he wants somebody, to kill you. yeah. When he goes up against somebody, like and he's not scared to go out on the perimeter. Oh no! But if I have him or Anthony Davis and they have to go out to the perimeter. I think I'll take my chances with David. Yeah, you're taking David. You know what I mean? Because of the length. And then the athleticism in the paint would yeah. help what he doesn't have physically. Right, right. But I'm not to knock your pick. That's a, that's a good pick. Antoine. I'm going with the club. Mm. Come back, come back, kid. Yeah. This is going to be his time to shine. <laughs> it's going to be a good year for him. Um, yeah, I just see that. They're going to hold that backboard down. Him and Lowry. Danny Green. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm not going to let anything. That's Serge. Mm-hmm. Toronto's still defense. got a nice squad. Yeah, they do. They got a nice bench. Young bench, yeah. One of the deepest in the league. And he's definitely got something to prove. He's definitely been... Yep. You know, ridiculed. I mean, yeah, just because we're talking... Yeah, exactly. Just because we're talking about Jimmy Buckets now. When the season starts... Eyes will be on Everybody Kawhi. forgot about Kawhi. Yeah, right? best believe. Yeah, best believe. Eyes will be on Kawhi. You know, in that last. Yep. Any honorable mentions? Yeah. Any honorable yeah. mentions? Frank Nilakina. Yeah. Ben Simmons said he's trying to win uh, all defense too. <laughs> I know. I thought for most improved. I thought you were pick. Honestly, too unhealthy right now. Yeah, man. You let him sit. Makes too trash right yeah. now. I see him as being too good for most improve. Me too. At this point, well, right? I mean, he did make the All Star team last year, so that's why I'm iffy about that Gordon Hayward pick. Yeah, because it's all. But it's like I feel How much like more can you from, improve from being an All Star? Well, I feel like. I let the, I think the numbers can prove like with Boston I think he can be better than he even was I in mean, Utah. I, I right? would call him an All Star. Say he's All Star caliber. I mean, he only made the All Star team once. That's so, fair. So I mean, he's All Star caliber. Nah, All Star. Just because you make it one time don't make yep. don't mean All Star. There's been plenty of players that made All Star team yeah. one time. And they call them All Stars. <laughs> Chris Cayman make it all star. Chris Cayman. That's all star. Chris Cayman to you, buddy. That's O2 Chris Cayman to you, buddy. If he gets introduced anywhere, they will mention that all star. Of course they will, but is it right? Yeah, why not? Why would they allow that? When Antoine Jameson made it that year, because, you know. That's all-star Antoine James. Yeah, to you, buddy. so I mean, I, I feel like, come on, now we know, we know this. You just don't, you don't talk a lot of shit. We, we don't talk a lot of shit, but hey. Oh, I got one. I'm, I got one. That's all-star Gordon. Uh, oh my God, Goran Dragic to I, you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Real shit. All-star Goran Dragic. Put some there's respect. A lot of players who don't even make it one time. One time. Put one some time. respect on. So, okay, so we have our I almost said Gordon MIPs, <laughs> our DPOYs. The big one. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. ROI. 
Rookie of the year. Oh. I know. I definitely got mine. Y'all got to I can go first. Danny. My rookie of the year. Let's keep the clockwork. Grayson Allen. I don't know. I think he was too late of a pick. Um. I have a feeling I know who he's going to pick. Damn. I'm going to go Donchick. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I thought you were going to go someplace else. I like that one. I like that. Because I think he was overall the most talented player in this draft class. He's definitely the most pro ready. That too. He's been balling up adults for a few years now. Um, mm, I don't know if he's the most pro ready, but I mean DeAndre Ayton is pretty pro ready to me. It's a man right that's there. That's true. Well, I mean, you gotta think he's been playing in the Euro League since what fifteen. Yeah, but I get that. 15. I get that. But it's the Euro League, and well, I'm saying like as far as like when I say pro ready, I don't. You're saying skillfully. Like he's not. He wasn't playing against kids his age. This man was playing against like. No, I get that, but men, but. I mean, he didn't play against the college kids that Aiton had to play against when he, you know what I'm saying, when he was 18 or 17, or 18, excuse me. So it's like... Uh, when I say probably more like... Yeah, but the EuroLeague's not he like... Knows, you know how like a league is, like, you know how it's like the league... Right, right, the travel, the everything. Exactly, I yeah, yeah. I still think DeAndre Aiton is, is definitely pro-ready. And his mom's fine as hell. Maybe that's why I, that's why I picked him. That's probably why. We'll let you though. slide with that. All right, all right. I'm having trouble with my rookie of the year prediction, it's and it's um, Mo. I I want to say DeAndre Ayton because I feel like he's the most dominant, mm-hmm. but skillfully and and who I think will have the best season would probably be Jaron Jackson. Really? Yeah. Rookie, Jaron Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy, okay, this guy is a tenacious rebounder. He's about six ten. He can shoot the three ball. He can shoot the mid range. He can he really can shoot the three run ball. the floor. He can pass the ball, and he can defend. Is he great at everything? No, but he can do everything, and he's pretty goddamn good at everything mm-hmm. for a rookie. And, you know, given what he knows, he's going to Memphis, or he's in Memphis, and we know that they're going to push the ball through him because what else do they have? You know what I mean? Mike Conley. Um, and if Mike Conley's healthy and he plays good, that can only really help him as a four. Yeah. So right. I'm going to go Jaron Jackson for my rookie of the year pick. I want to go Aiden, but mm. I feel like just offensively, Aiden, I think defensively will have a better um, – I don't know, man. I'm going to leave it. I go to Aaron Jackson. No, I like that. I like that you picked Doncic too. Because it's like, working the year, I feel like it's one of those where it's like, like, if they're on too good of a team, they're not going to have enough shine. It's not going to really, like, show right. the output. Because it'll be on, like, just bad enough to, like, where they can. It's like a weird, you know, marriage. Um, I'm picking, I'm picking Knox. Mm. Damn, you stole his pick, bro. Who's Ant supposed to pick, no, right? <laughs> nah, Knox, yo, I don't know why. This is something about this dude. Like, he just has a superstar. Athlete. Yeah, he just has an athlete, a superstar written all over him. Like, he looks like he's ready for this. He's been ready for this. Like, he's coming in hungry. You know, and, you know, the athleticism. Yep. You know, and then plus, you know, with, I don't think, you know, obviously they're going to rush, you know, Porzingis back anytime soon. So he might 
you know, trying to take, you know, the reins on it, which isn't a bad thing, you yeah. know, you want to want to be a first option, you know, have that mentality. So I think, you know, him being on the Knicks. Who on the Knicks has been that? You know what I mean? Like, as much as KP is, is great, is he their first option? I don't watch Nick basketball like that. Is he your first option? You know what I'm saying? No. Um, I mean, technically. You guys run an offense? Technically, but, the offense that's ran is ran around Tim Hardaway. Okay. So, technically. you know what I'm saying? As great as a player that he, KP is to the Knicks, he's not their first go-to guy, like, scorer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if Kevin Knox can come in here rookie year and get that ball, get that ball, and put it in the bucket, go yeah. do that. Yeah. Because you're going to be here. You know what I mean? Tim Hardaway might not be well. here. KP's going to be here. You're going to be here. Knox is going to start as well. You guys got money. You can get somebody else. You know what I'm saying? All it takes is – and we can't discredit these rookies. These rookies can be ready from now. We don't know that that Doncic is the most ready. We say that because, yeah, well, we've seen his track record. But Trey Young can come in here and just ball out the NBA. We don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather just see it and, and – Feel like Let Knox them tell themselves. Gonna, Knox could. Knox is gonna do his. He's gonna. It's gonna be a mountain, high end, and then decline, and then high end, and then decline. It's gonna, it's gonna be up and down, two up and down for rookie of the year. It's not gonna be consistent enough. Right. I don't think the Knicks are good enough for him to win rookie of the year. He's gonna be struggling a lot. He's a good player though. Like he can win rookie of the year. Like. Yeah. But with his situation, I'm not sure he's set up best for. As in, like, leading the Knicks to the playoffs. We're looking at last year, Utah and Philly. You know what I mean? Those were the rookie of the year candidates right there. So, it's kind of not fair. Yeah, but that was, like, kind of like the first time we've really seen that, though. I mean, there's been... Don't get me wrong. They were really great players. Yeah, there's been plenty of rookie uh, of years that have been on, you know, terrible teams that have been in the the wild. But this is the new NBA, though. So, it kind of goes into that where the attention... Like, the attention level that you bring... Is yeah. what's really gonna draw. So like Kevin Knox could be drawing a lot of attention, and if it comes to that point where he's drawing that's, so much attention that he has to win, I feel, I feel like he will. If a player, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's, I respect like that. If a player like Donovan Mitchell can gain as much national attention as he did in a small town like Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. you, you could think for like, a playoff team though. But then again, true. he also we led them project- there we though. Yeah, to he led them there. A player like Kevin Knox. This, yeah, the spot that we saw fucking Porzingis blow up. Like, it, of course it's possible in a city like New York. You're playing for the Knicks, bro. Like, everybody knows the Knicks. Exactly. <laughs> if, if he... And, like, the media is, like, so fast to, like, pick up shit and, like, make it bigger than it really is. Like, right. Donovan Mitchell, in, like, what, December or January, started just getting put on the map, and then NBA Twitter gets a hold of it, like... Kevin Knox does anything, NBA Twitter gets a hold of it, boom. That's a wrap. Now he's now they're gonna be talking about him all season. Like it exactly. it takes nothing. Mm-hmm. And then is he ready for that pressure, like when he gets to your head that yeah. know, you, are you ready for that? I think going to Kentucky he's 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 probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got, yeah? Um well if it's not um Doncic, and then if it's not Aiden. I didn't say he. I know, but you mentioned him. So I have to mention my man, Miles Bridges. Mm. Yeah. I really Miles like Miles Bridges. He looked nice in preseason. I saw him yes. putting putbacks back and shit like that. Exactly. Just fucking. He's, he's grown man. He's an asset on that team. They're going to need him to score, and that he will do. 
So he should have fun this year. He's good defense, too. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's a big guy. He's like Don Q's brother. That's <laughs> what so he looks like. <laughs> but athletic. Um, so, yeah, I like that. MVP, MVP, MVP. Mm. After 82 games. It's all said and done. After the 16 victories a team must make to win the Larry O'Brien Trophy, who wins the MVP? Of the regular season. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Who wins the MVP of the regular season, Danny? I think LeBron's going to get his fifth. Mm. I think he's just... I think he's going to take, like, this weird, random-ass team that uh, Genie Buzz built and just... I don't know. I think he's... He's going to be, like, special this year. Genie bus built. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I think it's going to be special. Like, we're, we're going to see, like, we're going to see some cool shit from the Lakers this year. Um, I know their fans are really annoying and they don't deserve it. Um, but that's how I'm feeling, bro. I think LeBron's been robbed, obviously, multiple times in the past. There's no reason why he shouldn't have won eight straight MVPs, if we're being completely right. honest. Right. Um, I think, you know, new team, like, they literally just built a, a, a brand new team around this dude. Um, I think if he can lead him at least to the playoffs, shit. Oh, man. Especially if Brandon Ingram takes off, you have to attribute that to him being valuable when he – because he's shown, obviously, like, we all know this, like, he makes his teammates better. He makes everybody around him better. Because he's one of the least selfish players that we've ever seen on top of how gra- of being how great he is. And I, if, if we see, like, his teammates, like, if Brandon Ingram wins most improved, like, it's because he was playing with this man. Course. Like, mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. I hate to... Burst the ball. No, I hate to not make it my own thought, but I'm going to have to just second what he's saying, like... LeBron. First of all, I don't. I don't know who else really would win this year because if you look at the previous two winners, in James Harden last year and Russell Westbrook two years ago, Russell Westbrook is coming off a knee surgery this year. He's not going to play for you know a little bit. I think he comes back fine, um, but the team around him. I don't. I don't think just having Paul George there. I don't think that's going to let him have the MVP season. We saw last year his numbers went down a little bit as far as production. Not, oh, Russell Westbrook isn't producing as much, but from his MVP season. Then we go James Harden, and his team got significantly worse, in my opinion. I agree. I don't think they yeah. go to the Western Conference Finals this year, if you ask me. That's another story or conversation. But James Harden is going to have to uh, – push even harder than he was last year and last year he was pushing really hard but it was like like fun to him so it was like kind of second nature now he's gonna have to do it to where it's like if I don't do this we don't win you know what I mean I don't think he can do that again and then you know you have Giannis he can have an MVP season he could but I don't see him even averaging 29 points a game you know what I mean 
Without a jumper, it's hard. It's hard. And he's probably not even going to average double-digit rebounds. I don't know. He might not. I don't know if he did he, last year. He wasn't really as consistent as people think last year. Like, at, like granted, I'm talking, like, dropping four straight games with, like, right. 30 points to start the season and then just kind of, kind of yeah. fall off a little bit. But still putting up good numbers. Like, if he can sustain – when he comes out like guns blazing for the exactly. first two weeks of the season, if you can sustain some shit like that, I think Giannis can Possibly. be in the conversation. That being said, I, I see LeBron as a front runner going into the season, and then it's it's really his trophy to lose because, as Justin said, he's been robbed how many times before. So if they're going to have to, we got to give it to him, that's got to be this year, one. Two, I think he's going to play up to MVP standards, and the team around him is going to help him more than the team in Cleveland has helped him because I feel like he has more security as far as trusting players with the ball uh, when he doesn't. Because this team was kind of there last year and we saw that they knew what they were doing. They obviously didn't have somebody like him, but that Cavs team without LeBron wasn't like that Lakers team. Wouldn't be like that Lakers team. You know what I'm saying? So I just see LeBron as a front runner. He's going to have a great season like last year and I don't see anybody else trying to win it or that can win it. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped you, Justin. <laughs> nah, go ahead. No, no, no. Kawhi Leonard. He got his Toronto red on. Exactly. This man, man, he has a vengeance. He has a bone to pick with the league and everyone who's been talking shit about what he can do and cannot do. He is fine People like position. No Name saying he's not a superstar player. Exactly. Matt No Names. Um. You got the claw with an MVP and, and defensive player of the year. Ooh, that's a big that's a big year right there. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I Toronto has a lot to live up to. They had the number one record in the East last year, and what I, I mean, you can argue they got better. You can argue, yeah. And you can argue that, so, crypt, that kryptonite's no longer there. So do they have less wins this season? Do they make a two seed, three seed? How many wins did they have this season? What was it, 59, 58? Uh, it was 50-something. I think it was like 55 or something. I don't think it was close to 60. I don't think it was close when? to 60. Toronto last I think year. The Toronto won 59 because we beat them. Oh, they did? Oh, they yeah, they didn't get 60. Oh, wow. We beat them. They would have gotten 60. It was the last game of the season. Yep. Wayne Ellington dropped Wayne 32. Ellington. He had six. He broke the. Who was no. going crazy? Did he get 60? Yeah. They Wayne Ellington had six threes in the fourth quarter. Oh. I'm they get 60. Now you just outlanded. Like I said, we don't fight you. Right. No, right. I knew that shit, though. We watched that game. Ellington was fucking going off. That was when he broke the heat record. I, I like what I, what I took out of that. I like that you're expecting the claw to have such like a breakout year, like such a comeback yeah. year. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I miss you know watching Kawhi play basketball. To be honest, I think he's very underrated. Um, I just see this man just taking off like this. Like we seen him coming to his prime last year. I think this year it's just like stamp of approval. Like he's the future. Like Danny said, he's the future of the NBA, and that future I think starts this year. Mm. Mr. Unibrow AD mm. I think Anthony Davis coming for the throne it's possible I, I, just, I just see it like he had his coming out party last year 
you know, you had DeMarcus, not DeMarcus and Bear, but I think he... Notice that when I said I don't see anybody else, I didn't name him. So, I... I'm not disagreeing. It's just, I don't know. I I feel it from this year. I feel like, you know, now that, you know, Boogie isn't there, and then I think they got better. They got Randall. They brought back Miocic. You know, Drew, you know, one was on the all-defensive team last year. He was on the... Like, that... I expect big things coming out of New Orleans this year, to be honest. I, I... I see them finishing in the top four, in my opinion. Um, and with that said, I think Anthony Davis is a big re- reason why. So I expect him to have, to definitely be not just, I know last year he came on late, but I think this year he would definitely be from start to finish candidate the whole way through. 2020 season? 2020? Ooh, I don't know. I think 20, I think 25 and 10. Nah. I mean, come on. 2020? Hell no. No, nah, not 2020. Hell no. Nah, I'll, I'll say, you know what? I'll say... I thought you, it was a game. 2015. A he can do 2015. Exactly. He can do so, 2015. Nah, I think he'll do around like 27, 28, and 13. That's fair. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say 27 and 13, I'll say. That's great. And then like around like three blocks. Averaging about three blocks. Okay, so we got our MVPs, we got our defensive player of the place player of the year, rookie of the years, most improved player. Who is the finals? We really gonna do this? Is it that hard? I mean, I got the Warriors. Ant sounds like he got the Warriors. Danny wrote his eyes like he got the Warriors. Unless you have a, a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be good to watch. Boston and the Warriors in exactly. the finals. To finally see Kyrie lose on a different team. Uh, It'd be nice to nice. see a finals go back to at least a game six, maybe seven. It's funny that we're not going to see Cleveland in the finals this year. The better question is... We won't even see them in the playoffs. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> like, it's going to be like a, whoa, new, new 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 city, new new fucking floor layout at the basketball court today? What happened? Like, <laughs> I think the better question is... Steph win the MVP in the finals this year? Shit. Finals MVP? Is it, is it his year to win finals MVP? DeMarcus Cousins finals MVP. I can MVP. see them giving it to him and not even deserving it. DeMarcus Cousins finals MVP. I'm talking reckless now. Right. Boogie. He gonna boogie down. If they, if they, yeah, like like he said, like if they, like I'm sorry, like even like if I'm the dude and the, and the tally comes in and I see, I see Boogie on that, I'll be like, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Right. That's funny. So we're going to get into a little bit of football. A little bit of football. We're not going to drag this Jesus. out. Um, you guys want to go over those games, marquee games? Yes, sir. We have three matchups this week that we're really looking forward to. Uh, we think are going to be exciting, and we just want to give some insight. We're going to start off with the what was Sunday night football that turned into one o'clock football, right? Or four twenty five. Excuse me, four twenty five football. AFC North divisional matchup. Bengals. Are they at home? Um, I think so. It's in Cincinnati. Wait. Why are we waiting? There's no Sunday night game. Of course there is. Oh, but they no, switched it. Yeah, that game. Only 
They switched it before the that game started. That game was supposed to be the Sunday night game. They flexed it. Is what it? they call? Yeah, it's in Cincinnati. They flexed it to the Pittsburgh, or excuse me, to the Patriots Steelers. Chiefs game. So, Patriots Chiefs play Sunday night. Yes. In Foxborough. But what was the game you talking? We talking Cincinnati about Pittsburgh. Cincinnati Pittsburgh. So let's get into Cincinnati Pittsburgh. Respectfully, first place Cincinnati. Bengals at home. None of this matters. We're in October. Um, I hate hearing this first place. I heard it with the Dolphins, and look where they're at. I heard it with. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I heard it with the Packers. No, the only reason I don't I know if the Packers were in first place all season. First place? Nah, the Bears are in first place. No, the only reason I say it's sarcastic is because I feel like. No, I was <laughs> saying I don't know if they were all season. Oh, 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 no, because we yeah, see this. We see this every year with Cincinnati. That too. Great regular season, first place, second place, and then come play. Something, all. something Do does feel different. Great regular season. Yeah, I wouldn't say great every year, but they do have a decent regular season. Typically, last year was the fall off. But the year before that, they did play a really good season. Uh, they challenged the Steelers each of their games. And, I mean, their division is really why they don't have the home field in the playoffs because, you know, the Steelers are running the division. No um, excuse No excuse. I think they're playing a little different, though. Their defense is playing a little faster. Carlos Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap Mm -hmm. and, um, excuse me, Geno Atkins Mm -hmm. just got paid, and they're playing like it. Since his defense is nice. A.J. Green came to play this season. Tyler Boyd is here. Joe Mixon's having a really good season. Yes. I never realized how fucking nasty Joe Mixon was. And let's be honest, Andy Dalton is balling. He's balling right now. Only that I've heard. Crazy. So this game went from being nationally televised to where, if you ask me, Pittsburgh Steelers have the advantage to be on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. They like being under the lights, divisional games, tough games. Everybody's watching. Yeah. One o'clock in Cincinnati changes a lot. Oh, for sure. Changes a lot. That crowd's gonna be. That crowd's gonna be a little different. Gonna be a little different. They have a little pepper mixed up because you know it's early. Exactly. They full. They got all the food they needed. They ready. They've been waiting all they, morning. They can make it home for the Sunday night game. Yeah, <laughs> all morning. Um, I think the Bengals come into this game and kind of just put the stamp to where, listen, Pittsburgh, this is not your division. This is the AFC North. The Browns are doing their thing. We're doing our thing. The uh, Ravens, not doing too bad. They're sitting at 3-2. and two. Honestly, the Pittsburgh Steelers are like that meme with a dog just sitting in his house full of fire. And he says, yeah. this is fine. This is fine. Exactly. And I think that's going to – that's really, what I want to They're really to about to lose. Bro. Like, I think the Bengals beat them this game, and they kind of show, listen, first of all, what you guys did with Le'Veon Bell is funny style. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to exploit oh, okay, that. Okay. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. I traded this week. I traded James Conner. Well, no, I had uh, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. I traded for James Conner. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So yeah, who you got? Yeah, Cup? I got. No, no, I got no he got Conner. Gave up Cup. It's you're you're. It's win win in a sense. I but I take Conner because of um, production. And Cup's been on my Cup? this whole time. Oh, Cup has a pretty good season. Yeah, is it no, PPR? Some pretty good is it PPR? It is. Cup's a top five wide receiver in PPR. But James Conner is, I need that as a running Yeah. 
Crowell's my two. Dual threat running back. Yeah. 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 And don't right. get me wrong. Bro, running backs are hard to come back, by right Regardless now. of Le'Veon's situation when he comes back, we can't see James Conner not being as productive. Oh, nah. They'll have two like, backs back there. And you got to respect if James Conner James is, is balling. Yeah. That, that you yeah. got to just run the train. So Don't pull a McCarthy thanks. when it comes to, to the run game. Pittsburgh's defense has been getting exposed all season. Last week, last week, um, they played the Falcons. They had a good game against the Falcons um, where their defense looked actually pretty good. Not great. But the Falcons are 1-4. The Falcons are incompetent. So we're not saying much. We're going to see the Steelers, like Ant said, start to crumble. I think so, too. I think, I think Pittsburgh's a mess right now. Yeah, exactly. I think Cincinnati smells the blood in the water. Big, ben, yeah. is, Big ben is is on his Eli Manning right and now. And with the way since he's playing right now, like you said, definitely. they smell people, the people don't want to talk people about are it. ignoring Big Ben. Yo, where's A B? Big Ben. Yeah, A B. Literally Big Ben. A B A B doesn't have Le'Veon to run the ball. Dominantly to get him open off of cover no, two. No, off no, of no, defense, that's, off no, that's that's what I'm saying. Defense. Like I was saying against AB, I was saying, yeah, you know, yeah. to your point. Yeah. Uh, as good as James Conner is, they respect and I'll say it again. a different way. I'll say of it course. again. Ryan Shazier, they miss you. Oh, yeah. Hard you song. were... You were bi- You were that big. You were that big. You, you were the defense. defense. Really. You were the defense. How unfortunate. I mean, I wish the best for him. It's just so unfortunate when you really look. And it's, it's crazy, is a better word, that... The Bengals was the last team he played. Mm-hmm. So this, this rivalry has got—I mean, it's kind of taking that 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 Ravens uh, Pittsburgh, like how Ravens right. Pittsburgh were they in Pittsburgh or, or were they in Cincinnati when Shazier got hurt? Pittsburgh, I believe it was. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know it was. An, it, I was think it was prime time, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, it was that game. It was probably. I think it was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh because I think the crowd was just like silent. Yeah, I, I think we can move on. I, I looks like we all taking the Bengals in this one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Never thought. Uh, right. Hey, but that's just that's how it is right now exactly. in the present. That's, that's how it that's is. The way it is for now. Right. Mm-hmm. So another good game. What we're gonna get into is going to be a battle of three and two teams. Two teams who. Believe they have a chance at winning their division. They're not likely to win their division. Uh, Baltimore, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, we, Baltimore has more of a chance than Tennessee. Of course. I like Tennessee. To beat Baltimore? Or you just like, you like yeah, their team? I like Tennessee to beat Baltimore. I feel like Tennessee's defense is an underrated defense. It's not talked about too much. Because yeah. their offense doesn't, doesn't match. Right, right, for sure. Because they, they, you'll see their games are twelve to nine, uh, seventeen to to ten. You know, like low scoring games. Yeah, and, really and their offense isn't producing like what we thought. You know, a Dion Lewis, Derrick Henry, Corey it's Davis. Mariota. Obviously, Mariota. Delaney Walker's out. Mariota, Mariota Still got Tajay Sharp. Mariota. Fucking yeah. I mean, Mariota threw a touchdown last week that would have won the game for them. And what happened? Dropped him. Oh, dropped, dropped the money. He th- he extended the play. He ran. He threw a a dime. 
I don't even know white boy's name that, that dropped it. What happens? Fourth down, they kick the field goal. Hauschka comes and wins the game. You can't drop touchdowns, especially when you have a quarterback like Mariota. It's going to look like, yeah, he lost that game versus the Bills on the road, and he couldn't do it. When he would have been the hero if all you did was catch the ball. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that in other games Mariota hasn't you know, done his fair share of messing up. Game, you know, early in the game, like, what are you doing? Right, you know right. Saying? Why are you even in that position? Yeah. You have to – That conversation could go, exactly. yeah, in multiple different so, ways. Nah, Tennessee, though, I, I feel like – But look at Derrick Henry. He was supposed to be the focal point of your offense. Tennessee likes to run the ball down your throat and use a play-action pass. Mariota gave them the extra, you know, mobile quarterback, bizarre. I don't know what their offensive line And then Deion Lewis. They have a really good offensive line, and they have the best left tackle in the league. And who? Top three, Taylor LeJuan. Taylor LeJuan. Top three. Um, Top two. He's top three. Top three. And one of the best right tackles. Who's that? I don't right even tackle? know his name. I don't even know his name, but you know what? Numbers are there. Whatever your name is, you're a top three right tackle. <laughs> um, In case you're listening, if you know who you are that we're talking about, we know who you are. If you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> you top three. Yeah, that's true. I feel like you top sense, three. This is kind of a mirror match where you have. Offenses that have potential to be good, spotty at times, and they really rely on the defense. I feel, I feel like they're like equivalents. I feel yeah, you. Like, I feel you. Like yeah. A, I feel like this is like a man match, and that you know also the three two, and they both have legitimate chances to win the division. You know Tennessee. Because you know. the team that everyone thought going into the season that was going to win just run away with it uh-huh. is underperforming. Exactly. You look at Jacksonville, you look at Pittsburgh. And ten- Tennessee, you know, already beat Jacksonville. Baltimore beat Pittsburgh. Jacksonville had just as bad of a quarterback situation as Tennessee. There are some mock drafts I read that um, they were saying that Jacksonville should just say fuck it and trade for Tyrod. Yo, <laughs> Blake Bortles is not it. And as, as like, all right, we've seen games where he clicks. On NFL.com or ESPN, they had a fucking, they had some mock drafts. Maybe on the Washington, shit like that. And Mariota is a little younger than Blake Yeah. Um, I, I got Baltimore. You got Baltimore. Looking at it, these two teams are both top ten in defenses. Yeah. Baltimore's top five. Baltimore's also top 15 in offense. Where the Titans are not. Titans are top four worst offenses. 26th out of 30. Now, surprisingly, 25th in rushing for the Ravens, where I I thought Alex Collins was going to come out and have a a better, better, more consistent year. And I'm talking about Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis, Mm -hmm. but the Titans are 15th in rushing and 27th in passing. That's right smack in the middle. That's what's keeping them in the game. It's just enough. It's not what it should be. Yeah. And it's not going to take you where you need to be. So if the passing opens up, that whole team opens up. Look for another low scoring game. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a defensive 17 13 or some shit. Turnovers. It's going to be a grind here. It will be. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore in this game. I think Baltimore is just a more. find a way to win team mm-hmm. than Tennessee. Right. Like, we did see Tennessee take 
Philadelphia to overtime and find a way to win versus them. It was a couple of penalties that helped them, you know, that Philly kind of shot themselves for and a couple of blown coverages that Philly uh, hurt themselves for. But I think Baltimore is a little more sound defensively than Philadelphia this year. And, yeah, like we said, Mariota's not having his best year. Um, I go Baltimore. And then we'll finish up with the prime time, showtime. Showtime. Showtime Mahomes. Showtime versus the GOAT. Against the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless somebody wants to, you know, spark that argument. Here we go. Honestly. Nah. Just, let me stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Jeez. It's just something about that team, man. Here. It's funny because, you know, you said you said it, you know, last week. And then I was talking with somebody about it at work. It's like, I keep picking against, the, you know, Kansas City. I don't know why. And it's like, I wanted to again. I really did. But then I got to stick by what I said. You can't bet and against Brady. No, it's like, I want to pick against what I said is that this isn't the same Patriots team that we're used to. This isn't, I mean, I just get that vibe. I still get that feel. This isn't the same this Patriots is team. They work hard for their wins, Patriots team. Right. We haven't seen that. This is, you This is you can legit come in and beat this team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's legitimate. You can come in and beat this team. Well, here's how I'm looking at it. Last year, from last year to this year, the Chiefs' main changes is quarterback where they've gotten significantly better and defense and defense where they've gotten a little bit worse a little bit well, a lot worse they're, I think they're the worst well, defense in the league one of yeah, one of the worst Bob, yeah, like, they are the worst defense the worst okay yeah they are the worst 32 out of 32 oh. that's uh, not very good <laughs> but, so, yes, but yet they're undefeated no, uh, they're undefeated because that offense bro their offense so here's how I'm looking at it last year we saw the Kareem Hunt, the, the Kansas City Kareem Hunts beat the brakes off this New England Patriots team on the road in New England. Opening night. They're going to be back on the road in New England, in Foxborough, week six. Patrick Mahomes is, is lights out right now. Tariq Hill is playing lights out right well, now. He, he's coming off a game without a throwing touchdown. Okay. Um, I mean, he played the best defense in the league, Two and he's five and zero. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that was true. Their defense, ironically, came to play. Three, three interceptions or two interceptions did they have? Two. Didn't he have over three hundred yards? Did he have like three twenty four? Mahomes. Yeah. I think he had a rushing touchdown. He did have a rushing touchdown. Yeah. He's finding a way. Yeah, he opened the game with a rushing touchdown. So he's finding a way to do it, and that's all that matters. Brady, he's finding a way to do it. But there were two times where his defense couldn't help couldn't help his cause of his offense not scoring enough. Patrick Mahomes is doing everything he can to make sure that the worst defense in the league doesn't have to worry about being outscored. Because they don't have to worry about being on the field that much. Because he can't sustain it. And that's the thing. Like, he's very aware of the defense, so he knows he has to put together a drive. Like, he could... Like, they definitely have the capability of just one play end zone on any given play. But he knows realistically 
you have bad, Kareem yeah, Hunt. How bad that defense is, how many weapons you have, and the less time your defense is on the field, the more time you're on the field, it increases your chances of winning. Not only that, but the interesting fact that even though Kansas City has the worst defense, I believe they're number one on third down in defense. On defense? Yeah, like third down defense, like they're number one. So the fact that, you know, and it, and it goes to them not being on the field that much. They can, you know, go all out when they are on the field, as bad as, you know, as bad as they've been. But at least they know when they hit the third down, they know that offense that's on the sidelines, when it comes to third down, they're like, yo, like, we got to give Showtime back the ball so he can help us win this game. Play call's been pretty nice. Yeah, the play, yeah, the, on both sides, the play call's been, you know, really nice. And like I said, like, I don't know, like, this Patriots defense, it's kind of like just... There. Yeah, like it's there. They have nobody special on them. And the I don't see them side. having any any answer for the, for this for these weapons. Hunt, Watkins, the best the best tight end in the game, Travis Kelsey, played, plays for the Kansas Not Doesn't play, the best tight end doesn't play for the Patriots. Not to mention. Sorry, did we mention the Patriots defense? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he, that's yeah what it just wasn't, wasn't much to uh, yeah. expand on. There's nothing. We saw last week Devin McCourty got cooked by Eric Ebron single-handedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on multiple occasions. Or Eric Ebron got me 32 calling, points but in PPR. Andrew Luck was doing what he wanted to against the Patriots defense last week, even though we lost and it looked like a bad loss. And then the two picks he had wasn't his fault. Both tipped One, passes. Uh, no. Both of them were tipped. Oh, well, one was tipped. One was a fumble that, like... Which one was the first one? I think the one where he caught it low, and then McCourty just came, and I think they were... Oh, and he, like, up. punched it up. Yeah. And you remember that one? Yeah. He, like... Who caught it? He, like... I don't I remember who Number 14 on your team? He, like, caught it low. No, no, no. They the, tapped You said him. he threw two picks, Angelo? Yeah. Which was the first one? I believe the first one was the one... It kind of just, it kind of no, just hit, it was, like hit him in the hands, yeah. and wow. they caught it. The second one was like a fumble, and he like Not went down with it, sale. and then they knocked so we're it saying, out. We're saying there's, so we're saying there's four interceptions that were, that were off tip balls. No one. Because one, Brady, one, had two. Yeah. Brady, Brady had two. Brady also had two off tip yeah. passes. And Luck, I saw, I remember Luck throwing one interception yeah. that day. Oh no, I think they counted the, no, the Wilkins. They counted the Wilkins as an interception because. Oh, okay, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, they counted that. Yeah, there was one that like hit a Colts player's arm. No, that was yes, and it like they just Pascal. All right, bet and took it. Yeah, that one they originally thought was a fumble. That one I was wondering. Yeah, that one they ended up pretending. So, but yeah, the Patriots defense nonetheless still atrocious. They got no answer. Brady threw like back to back picks in that game. Yeah, they got no answer for this offense. So. I don't think anybody does. Because they still put up 30 on the best defense that's, in the league. That's the thing. Is it going to be a shootout? It might be. It's going to be two offenses going at each other. Over under 50. Over. Over. Over, yeah. I'll say under. No, I'll say like. <laughs> yeah, I'll say over, but by a little bit. That's over. Yeah, I'll say over. <laughs> Bad. No, because I realized. No, because I realized that you know, by two. Because the the, the Denver Kansas City one was exactly at fifty, and that was 27-23, and I definitely see this being in the thirties. So yeah, I like, oh. I I still think Kansas City wins by two possessions. 
it won't be two touchdowns. I'll tell you, no. like two possessions. Touch, 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 yeah, might, might be a safety. Said it won't be two touchdowns. Right. Is it two possessions? Or not? Yeah, it could be a field goal. No, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying the spread, the points. Right? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. be a, no, it's definitely gonna be two possessions. Okay. So, I guess that wraps things up for this week. All Things Sports Podcast on Twitter. Thank you for listening. ATS Pod. Gentlemen. You the one that's yeah, trying to keep your business low-key, huh? You the one that's having your main nigga can't get no sleep, huh? You the one who walk around on fleek, huh? You the one that started from the bottom, but you reached your peak, huh? You taught her how to swallow with no teeth, huh? Make them dollars out the street, huh? Baddest bitch you ever seen, huh? You the one who split the guap with your team, huh? You the one who drank a lot of codeine, huh? Take me back to the 99, 2000. Hey, hey, I got shorties out trying to find me that look. Slipping through the cracks, cause I'm slimy. I slip chain wetter than a river, you could cry me. Quick to timber lick a bitch, now she despise me, I swear. I just let the money energize me. Nigga, you was in your 20s and the 90s, yeah. I just bought the phantoms off the website. They ask how I want the shit, I say surprise me, hey, yeah. Look, she wanna hang when that album drop is timely. Hey, got a present for my opera's word of smiley. I know a man gotta move her from beside me, I swear. Hey. She got ice and all veins. She gon' change worrying about the wrong thing. If the paparazzi catch her, she'll be famous. Got the move low key with the gangsters. Do what you do, girl, flex with your gang. Let's call the boys, uh, Lambo's gon' swing. Who that making noise? Who? Dang, gang. Got a new crib with a shoe range, get a professional aim. You was up, now you fell off. Then you pull up all cap, better knock it off. I might get caught with my side bitch. Cause I put my main bitch in the cockpit. Bad bitches, and they lit. I just told them, flip the switch. Gang round with the shit. I just told them, flip the switch. Switch it. You the one that's trying to keep your business low-key, huh? You the one that's having your main nigga can't get no sleep, huh? You the one who walk around on fleek, huh? You the one that started from the bottom, but you reached your peak, huh? You taught her how to swallow with no teeth, huh? Make them dollars out the street, huh? Baddest bitch you ever seen, huh? You the one who split the guap with your team, huh? You the one who drank a lot of codeine, huh?